Welcome back to Yes, I'm Adopted, Don't Make It Weird, and we are still here. I am one of the, I guess, co-hosts is what we're saying? Is that how we're saying it? <laughs> yeah. Dave, Dave O. You are and, Dave uh, O. And you're, remind me again? Uh, uh, Kim Hyun Sayuk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it on your birth certificate? Uh, yeah, that is actually. That, that, is, yeah? that is my name. So if anybody knows who I am, uh, please let me know, because... <laughs> You know, my, my mom's out there listening somewhere. She just doesn't know so, that she's my mom yet. Somewhere, yeah. <laughs> well, you're specifically, I assume. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so this is the show where we talk about adoption things and try not to make it weird, I guess. is that That's the whole concept. You know, so, it's really funny because I think, like, when we started this whole thing, we're like, yeah, yes, I'm adopted. Don't make it weird. I think that applied to everybody else except us. <laughs> I think like, we are supposed to make it weird <laughs> like we're allowed to make it weird and other yeah. people are, are supposed to keep it normal. yeah ev- everybody else is supposed to just you know kind of ignore the whole th- fact that we're adopted and we're supposed to just lean into it and make it super awkward right so it can be weird from our side from one yeah. end but not from the other end we're gonna be talking about uh something that we saw in the comments earlier having to do with um therapy whether or not it's beneficial to see a therapist, stuff like that, as well as, um, I mean, I saw one comment about there being, you know, bad therapy is is uh, worse than no therapy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, you know, what are the therapeutic effects of having other adopted, adopted, adoptee friends right. or people that have been through it that, you know, that you connect with and have conversations with vis-a-vis this podcast this right now. exact one. Listen, give us all the money. Give us the, the therapy <laughs> rates. <laughs> so, okay, all let's, the, let's start the with the disclaimer. Let's start with our, okay. our, our disclaimer that we usually say. Now, for all of you who are listening out there, this is our story. This does not necessarily mean this is everybody's story. Our experiences are not the culmination of all adoptees' experiences out there. So please don't take it as such. There's a lot of other people that have had way different experiences, good and bad and different, that you should definitely also listen to. You should definitely be looking out and uh, checking out their resources too. Uh, But again, this is our experience. This is our story. So... That's it. You can't tell us it didn't happen. <laughs> Man, I, real quick, before we get into it, I've had people tell uh-huh. me, like, you know, that's not how it works. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I don't know anything yeah. about my life. Uh-huh. No, that's not how you experienced that at all. Yeah, apparently <laughs> I didn't. So, yeah. Devo, therapy. So, therapy. So, I, I don't think, I don't know, answer me this. Is I don't think either one of us has really done, like, intense adoptive related therapy is that right no i have not done intense adoptive related therapy i've been to therapy for other things sure um, but not specifically adoption related right yeah i neither did i i think i did i do remember i did um like five sessions um in maybe high school okay. uh with with somebody that was an adoption specialist at that point which would have been like the late 90s anyway so like that you know what we know about even what kind of therapy is necessary for adoptees is different today than it was like <laughs> you know more than two decades ago right and so i don't remember getting like a ton out of that but i think that's the idea that like honestly i'm surprised that i even went um, at that point it was voluntary. I believe I was either a junior or a senior. So I drove myself okay. to wow. this thing and my parents you. were like, 
here's somebody that, you know, you can talk to or whatever that's not us. Because, I mean, they clearly knew I wasn't going to talk to them. That's not, like, right. necessarily an adoptee thing. I think it's most teenagers. Um, but, I mean, I went to a couple. I don't remember getting a ton out of that outside of, like, that this is an option and I don't really feel bad about it, you know? Um, right. I think that that may, I don't know how far do you think there is there still a stigma about Man, therapy? I, so I was just I was just about to say I don't know if that stigma is there nearly as much. So in, in the last I don't know five seven years, right? The the stigma has kind of changed. Before that, it was rub some dirt in it. You're okay. You don't need <laughs> therapy. All therapists are quacks anyway. So what do they know, right? Right. And and, and that was kind of true for whenever we were growing up too. You know, sure. it's like if you had an issue or whatever, you just either complained about it to your friends or didn't talk about it at all. <laughs> That's just kind of how it was. Right. And, and but nowadays, you know, like therapy is it's I think it's come a long way as well. It's it's right. not just a lot of speculation because we have science to back things up. So, right. you know, there's a lot of data out there, which makes therapists a lot more effective, I believe. Right. Yeah, I think that's true. Like combining especially like the the traditional psychotherapy, psychoanalysis sort of stuff with now with what we know about neurology and what we right, know about exactly. brain function and that kind of thing is is really interesting and kind of relatively new and very cool. Yeah. Um and I'm glad that we're we're starting to see some of the those things. Right. Um and you know, I think a lot of people I know now um it, you know, adopted or not have gone to or are currently going to therapy or, you know, just talking to like a trained professional about <laughs> some of the, you know, human condition, right? Just the things that, that we throw out there. Like, I think confidentiality is a major selling point for me as it mm -hmm. comes to like, you know, like I can talk to these people about whatever and they're not allowed legally to say right. anything about it, <laughs> which I like. You can't um, tell my mom, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, I also uh, I think that we do have people that are. I mean, you know, they're trained to deal with this sort of thing, and that there is research to back up that training. And right. even now, specifically therapy relating to uh, ad adoptees or, uh, you know, adoptive families or all of those sorts of different practices are out there and findable. We, you know, I don't know if we're doing links or whatever, but like we've had really interesting conversations with like therapy redeemed and Cameron. Small oh yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of other uh, people in that space. Um, so y yes, I, I think that's where I land is that okay. therapy. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. I honestly think everybody should do it um, <laughs> at, at, at some point just to so, have that conversation. But I don't think that like my experience really speaks to that. I made a ton of progress as an adoptee right. in therapy as a teenager or so let me let, let me let me talk about um, young Brett. Young Brett was <laughs> an angry Brett. Um, who thought he knew everything and a hundred percent would have been against therapy. Sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like when I, whenever I was younger, like that's not something that I would have voluntarily went to. And probably sure. even into my twenties, I probably would have just told myself, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Everybody else is stupid. Right. Yeah. I would have found some way to explain it to myself that I don't need to go to therapy because I'm not weak. I'm okay. I am whatever. Right. And, yeah. and so 
you know, for all those people that are out there, you know, we know we got a lot of parents that are listening in and maybe your kid kind of falls into that same category where, you know, you might have talked to them about it once or twice to see if they they do want to talk to somebody. Uh, If they're angsty and they listen to emo music, they probably ain't going to want to go to therapy. (laughs) The likelihood Uh, is low. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and yeah, again, that's that's how it was for me. But you know, there, I will say this. There were a lot of things that I went through that I probably did not need to go through uh, because <laughs> I did not go to therapy. Uh, because sure. I just didn't have anybody to talk to about things. You know, I, I didn't want to talk to my parents about, you know, how I'm feeling or anything like right. that. And I didn't have any close friends, uh, you know, in order to talk about stuff with that. It was always about, you know, like, hey, what video game are you playing today? Cool. <laughs> Me too. I want to do that. Uh, and, and it was never like these, these deep emotional conversations that really, you know, uh, were appealing to me at all. And so I just, I didn't have it. And, you know, again, we, I, we said this on the last episode, uh, but we really started talking about it when I was like late twenties, early thirties type of thing. And that's when I really started figuring out uh, a lot of this junk that I've been holding on to, uh, and really allowing myself room to heal and room to grow. Uh, sure. So what would you say to somebody <clears throat> that uh-huh. they, you know, like there's a parent listening, there's an adoptee listening. It's like therapy ain't my thing. Don't want to do it. What would be a good alternative to therapy? <laughs> I don't know if I would call it an alternative necessarily, but I mean, I don't think you can undervalue friends. Right. Like mm-hmm. and I, I would start with just friends. Because I don't think I knew any other adoptees until well into knowing you, probably. Like, at least well. I don't think any of my close friends, uh, I mean, I know for a fact that none of my close friends growing (laughs) up and well into, you know, um, adulthood uh, are adoptees at all. Right. But to have close friends and to have people that we respect or that we, you know, want to be around or like or, or love for that matter. Right. Um, that we can just kind of talk things through it. Like that's having friends, right? Like, so <laughs> I, I think a, a good alternative to therapy is to have friends. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It sounds that's funny, a, but you're not wrong. <laughs> it sounds a little bit strange. Like, I mean, if your only outlet is to talk to your parents, then maybe I, maybe your issue is that you don't have a social circle and <laughs> that's, that's maybe a deeper issue that, that. So, so you're saying that I had therapy. a problem when I was younger then, huh? That's what I, you're saying. I think, I think your, your issue was less, um, adoption related and more social awkwardness. Uh, um, I had a bowl cut. Okay. <laughs> Nobody wanted to be friends with that Asian kid with the bowl cuts. So uh, if, uh, now bowl cuts are cool, but <laughs> if your mom was the one that gave you the bowl cut, then it totally explains why you wouldn't, you know, yeah, talk to, exactly. talk to your parents. Well, I mean, you know, you're you're 100 percent right, though. You know, like being able to have somebody to talk to is vital. Yeah. Like you can't yes. just keep everything bottled up. And, and this is something that adults are terrible at even still. So awful. You know, they're yeah. so bad at still just bottling up their emotions and bottling up, you know, like these these thoughts that they have and. And they don't get it out there for anybody. Like, I am so happy I have a wife that <laughs> is, I'm going to say, legally obligated to sit there and listen to me talk. <laughs> That's what she, she knew what she was signing up for. Yeah, she, like. she, she knew. She knew all my problems. She knew I was adopted going into this. That wasn't a surprise. Yeah. Uh, she didn't know the baggage was going to come with it, but she found no. out later. 
<laughs> Congratulations. But I mean, you know, yeah, I, I have I have her to talk to on a daily basis uh, just right. about the things that I'm going through. And for a while, like we, we just kind of did not talk about things. You know, yeah. like we, we had we had conversations and good conversations here and there. Uh, but man, I I was still so reserved for a long time. It took sure. me a long time to really open up and and you know like air out everything. Like this is this is who I am. This is how I feel about things. Uh, just because right. I, even though after we were married, I was terrified of scaring her away. Sure. And and you know like she she had to assure me time and time and time again that nothing I could say would scare her away. And then it kind of became a challenge after that. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> There are still adoption things that come up like, you know, like my parents passed last year. Right. You know, so four months apart, you know, like my mom passed and then my dad passed and that brought up so much stuff. Sure. (laughs) You know, you and I have talked about it. Um, You know, a a lot of a lot of uh, things resurfaced. And just because I had somebody that was close to me that was able to talk, you know, talk to me about it or even just kind of sit there silently and listen sometimes. Mm-hmm. That was so therapeutic in of itself. Um, right. And and I'll be real. Like, you know, I, I went to uh, a therapist, you know, like after my parents right. passed. I went through a therapist and, you know, like we talked and had good conversation. But I honestly got better. Uh, I don't know if I want to say better, but it felt like more healing out of the conversations with friends and family than I did with a the therapist. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's, you know, uh, my experience also has been uh, very similar. Like, it's interesting on on my end to look at kind of a lot of these conversations. And like, I I remember us talking about this maybe five or six years ago when my parents passed. Um, You know, my mom passed. I think it was close to nine years ago now. And just kind of, you know, we we really started hanging out a lot more at about that time and and starting businesses and doing stuff together. So it was like, you know, 12 hours a day. It's just you and me hanging out in in an (laughs) office talking about, you know, a lot of the stuff and processing it through and really just being like, man, you're looking at your future here. Like this is (laughs) this is where you're going. And to be on the flip side of that now and looking at last year for you and being there to to kind of even be one of those people to process and bounce that off of has brought up a lot of that kind of resurfacing stuff for me about right. man i i remember all this and it's still not it's it's not gone right like right, right. this is stuff that i don't necessarily know that we we ever move past but we learn to live with that right. They're things that we learn to embrace. And it's just, you know, part of our experience is uh, is adoption and part of the adoption experience and part of everybody's experience is is loss. Yeah. It's learning, you know, uh, grief and it's learning how to mourn and, and uh, then to be, you know, not necessarily uh, elated that these things happen, but to be okay. Like that, <laughs> yeah. that you know, we're, we're survivors and we're going to move forward. And that's what all of these uh, people that we've, you know, lost along the way would want for us. Right. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of that, that conversation and a lot of that processing uh, has happened at home with my with my wife and with my family has happened uh, in restaurants with friends and, you know, uh, <laughs> right. whoever was there over Thai food or whatever. Oh, hey, there's a new a uh, ramen and sushi place in. Uh, We're Davis going. We need to check. Somebody out. wants to give so, us money for that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> we love you forever. Yeah. Um, you know, but also just to to be going through 
these experiences like i i kind of wonder and this is not to like toot my own horn or anything but like does your going through this experience now reflect in any way the experience that you remember us talking about you know nine or ten years ago and is that helpful yeah a hundred percent like (laughs) a hundred percent uh being able to have somebody who's gone through the things that i've gone through and just being able to a emotionally know that i'm not the only one right that Mm -hmm. that in itself is very helpful but also just the fact that you have gone through it and i was able to just complain and be (laughs) angry and be upset and be happy and all these other things at the same time without or while knowing that you're not going to judge me because you also dealt with all the stuff was very helpful and then you know just those little nuggets of wisdom you know because the dealing with uh you deal with things different than the way i deal with things but it's (laughs) still very helpful right you know it's still very helpful to have somebody saying hey try thinking about this try doing this maybe take a break from things maybe go on a long walk i mean you know somebody who knows me uh, on a deeper level who also went through the things that i went through was very helpful uh during that time And, and it's something that you know this is going to sound uh, <clears throat> not, I don't know. I'm going to get real <laughs> sappy. I'm like clearing my throat like I'm about to cry, it seems like. I'm not. Okay, I'm going to make a joke uh, <laughs> about it later. I promise you that. But Go ahead. <laughs> but, you know, like, honestly, like, being able to have those moments really helped deepen the friendship. You know, sure. being able to to have those those life experiences, you know, like, again, I remember, you know, like when your parents passed and stuff. Man, it sucked. It was terrible. Um, During that time, I didn't know what to do. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like uh, I'm trying and like, you know, I'm like, you know, like uh, physically there. But I'm like, I I don't know. I've never dealt with this before. Right. Um, And so being on the other side of that now, like for somebody, if they were to come up to me and say, you know, like both my parents passed. I feel orphaned. I don't know what to do with my life right now. I'd be like, boom, I got you. Right. <laughs> like, and, and I think yeah. that's that's so important, especially for adoptees, like in this community right here, is to be able to put your story out there and say, hey, I have gone through some crap. And right. you're going to go through some crap. And when you do, I'll be there to talk you through it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it, it's interesting that we've been friends for so long and it's interesting that I think our upbringings have been fairly similar, all things considered, you know, like even the entrepreneurialness of our parents, right? Right. Like that, that whole kind of idea. And then to look at our upbringings, different States, States away, but like, you know, we're, we're both pretty similar in a lot of those regards. And I think um, even then, like, I know that there, there's a couple of adoptees at, at, at our church that, have sought you out and you've talked them through oh, stuff yeah. that you've been through, you know, and <laughs> I got and, more messages last week, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's coming up and people are, 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 especially now that we have kind of the show and the podcast, people are hearing the stories and, and yeah. you know, attaching to them. And there's that same adoptee out there for, I think just about every situation, right? Oh, yeah. Like there, there are stuff that we are completely unqualified to talk about experientially or otherwise, like, you know, and some of that stuff has kind of come through on the channel that we're, and we're just not going to talk about it. We'll find somebody that's been through it to, right. to have those conversations, but to have somebody that's not just experiencing 
the thing that you've you're experiencing, but that has experienced it and processed it and come through it, uh, you know, better is absolutely invaluable. And, you know, if I were going to say, you know, friendship or therapy or mentorship in, in that regard, like, I think they're all valuable. I think they all have their place. Um, but like, that's not something that I have had a, a ton of experience with as far mm -hmm. as like having somebody that's been in my shoes before, you know, right. we've talked to a, a, a couple of people is, but, um, you know, in in a lot of the things that I'm processing through and that you're processing through, having somebody that's been there before is really helpful. And I think somebody that's come from a different background, like that's why talking about these things is so important. That's why right. putting this stuff out here is so important is because it can connect us with those people that have had those experiences and they're able to say, yeah, and I'll be here for you because I know, I know what you're going through. I know right, what, right. what this is. Um yeah. And now, which is even crazier, is that there are some of those same people that are also like legitimate therapists. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so, man. <laughs> um, there's there's a ton of adoptees right now that I know that have either been through or are going through uh, schooling or education for. To yeah. Become Shout therapists. out to Cameron, man. Yeah. And for for other adoptees and to use that experience, you know, like, um, uh, yeah, in a in a clinical but right. also experiential kind of way. And I think yeah. that's awesome. No, that's, that's, that's so cool. Like we're, we're in a, we're in a completely, you know, like new age where information is all at our fingertips. And I mean, you know, like TikToks, right? Like there's, there's a <laughs> lot of people out there just making videos, talking about their experiences. And, and it's so cool. The fact that we get to just share across the globe, uh, the different things that we're going through. And, and honestly, again, like I said, uh, share your story. Uh, put yeah. it out there for, for people to be able to hear because you never know what somebody's going through and you can be the one to help them out. So that's that's so, so vital uh, nowadays. And and I want to say something a little controversial. You ready, Davo? I want to <laughs> say something controversial. So I'm always ready. Yeah. Adopted <laughs> parents out there, adoptee parents out there, um, your story still matters and your voice still matters. There's a lot of people that say the the adopted parents, uh, you know, like we don't want to hear their voice and things like that. But I've never adopted. I don't know the things that you go through. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I don't know the stories and the thoughts that you have when you're by yourself at night. You know, like the the wins, the losses, the fears, the, the everything else that you go through. So it's still right. important that you share your story, too. Uh, and it's not that one story is better than the other story. It's we all have different ones and we need to be on the lookout for those that match our experiences and the things that we're going through. So that's why it's very important for all of us to be able to just be open and willing to share with people. So controversy over. There we go. <laughs> There's no way that that's over. That's <laughs> I know we're gonna we're gonna get those messages like later on, like boom, and then the other messages like, "Yay, thank you for affirming." And yeah, it's, so it's gonna be a real interesting night. Yeah, we need to make a graph one day. Put that out there. So that's it for today's episode. Of yes, I'm adopted. Don't make it weird. Thank you guys for joining us for the podcast. If you would like to financially support us, we would appreciate you greatly. 
You can find it on anchor.fm slash YIA podcast. If you go to any of the descriptions on whatever platform you're listening to, it's right there. You could do 99 cents a month. Devo, did you know that you can support us for 99 cents a month? I did, but but if I but if, but if a million people do it at ninety nine cents, <laughs> then we owe a lot of taxes. Uh, so I that's a problem I'd be willing to have. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. So yeah, thank you guys again for joining us. Real quick shout out to Elena. Yesterday was her birthday. By the time that this podcast goes out, she's also nice. adopted. Make sure to check her out. We're gonna have her on the podcast here soon. Uh, I keep saying that, and I keep blowing her off. So, Elena, if you're listening to this, <laughs> we still love you, and we are going to get you on this podcast. Don't don't feel abandoned. So, that's it for today's episode, and we will see you guys next Tuesday. And by see, I mean you're still just going to hear our voices. That you're going to listen to us disembodied <laughs> voices. Okay, bye. Uh, so long.